I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. McCoy Roofing Renovations if... You got an aging roof 10 years or older, and you've been denied. That's where our man Chris McCauley comes in. He's been dealing with these insurance companies ever since he started his company. And he knows how to get the answer that you're looking for. That's what he did for me about three years ago. Had some storm damage to my roof. He got it covered. No out of pipe cost me. Easy process, folks. I cannot stress enough how easy it was dealing with Chris. He'll take care of all the heavy lifting. He's built for it. You'll see what I mean when he comes out. He's built for that heavy lifting. And when he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John show. He's going to throw in a free roofing upgrade. Yep. Man's got the guns. Talking about those arms. He does. He looks like Superman on top of your roof. But as John said, it can be whatever you got. Entertainment center, patio you're trying to build out. In my case, I need a bunch of work with the gutters around the roof. Chris McCauley going to handle it for me. You got to make the call, 901-487-7096. It's the number to have locked into your phone or on the fridge whenever you got an issue with the home. Make sure you're calling him first, 901-487-7096. He is the man, voted most popular roofing company. Got a ton of five-star reviews you can check out for yourself over on Facebook. Check out his website. You'll see the work, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. It's McCauley Roofing and Renovations. Every single day. Around this time, we do what we call the rundown, where we go through some of the most interesting stories of the day. It's time to do that now. Let's now, go. It's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. By the way, in four days, uh, it will mark officially six years of doing this show. And, uh, and you are celebrating by leaving, uh, which is, I think, a very appropriate uh, response to that. The rundown is like the – I mean, it has been with us since day one, I want to say, since the very first show we ever did. I think did. you're right. It's like the one segment that's never changed. <laughs> yeah. It's the only – you know, it's pretty amazing. Six mm-hmm. years, it, it just works. It just works. Um, it's a nice pivot point. Yeah. Know, to build around. Kind exactly. of foundational. It is very foundational. Yeah. It is very foundational. Um, mentioned before we went to break uh, about this ranking that Field of 68, our friends at Field of 68 are doing on the best college basketball teams since 2000. Um, obviously leading up to this college basketball season, um, you know, building some anticipation. And I, I did wonder when they announced they were going to go, go on this venture, you know, t- 2000, there have been – 22, you know, 20, I guess 22, 23 champions, you know, right? Like if you count 2,000, then you count 22, right? I guess that, is that 23 or 24? I don't know. 23-plus champions have been crowned in that time. So with only 25, you wonder, like, how many non-champs are going to be in on that list? You know, does a team like Memphis have a chance to be on that list? Because if you win the championship, I feel like, you know, you've 
you demand me on the list, twenty five, yes. right? Um, and uh, and so I did wonder, you know, would would uh, will Woodfield of sixty eight <clears throat> recognize that oh seven oh eight University of Memphis basketball team that was, you know, nine seconds away from uh, you know three seconds away from being the uh, 2007-2008 national champs. And I got my answer this morning. Uh, as the Field of 68 did rank that team, 38-2 postseason national champion runner-ups, um, number 22. Uh, All right. Is where, then I think that certainly deserves an applause. You know, and, and I could make a very, uh, I think, f- fair argument that they could be higher, Right. If you're just talking about team as opposed to accomplishments, um, because if you just say, "Well, that team didn't win a championship and these teams did, therefore they're better," I can't really. There's nothing I can say there, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of just the sheer build of the team, the the, the record of the team, um, who they beat, bro, who they beat to get to the national championship, they had to beat Texas in what was it, Houston? They had to beat uh, Michigan State. They had to beat UCLA just to get to the national championship game. I mean, they had to mow through the biggest brands and some of the best teams in college basketball. They didn't catch any breaks, right? Houston got to the Final Four two years ago by playing Southwest, you know, and Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, – that's and look, they still, they still had to win those games, but you cannot sit here and tell me that all Final Fours are created equally, bro. They're not. I mean, and that's the nature of the tournament. Sometimes there are going to be upsets. Sometimes Oral Roberts or St. Peter's or whoever is going to, you know, make a run. Memphis, in that case, they didn't catch any breaks. They had to beat the best teams uh, damn near on the board, uh, Kansas included. I mean, Kansas, you know, that, that's another thing. Like, Kansas was an amazing basketball team, man. I mean, Darrell Arthur and Mario Chalmers and Brandon Rush and – where did All they, those dudes. Where did they rank Kansas on their list? I don't think they've gotten there yet. Oh, uh, so, so they're, they're unveiling they're it slowly. Down. Yeah, yeah, I they're, see. they're counting. They're okay. counting down. But I'm assuming that Kansas team will be ranked very highly. Smart idea to unveil it slowly. Get that. Get those clicks, man. Absolutely. Um, but but yeah, I think uh, I think Memphis. I, I'm glad they got recognized because I do think they are one of the top 25 best teams of since 2000. Any 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 problems? No. NBA MVP on that team. You know, and a bunch of all Americans and guys who played the most games ever in a Tiger uniform. You know, the best of team ever assembled here at Memphis makes a lot of sense, and and one of the best teams ever assembled in college basketball, I would say. So it's it's right to be on here. Yeah, um, I mean, you think about the 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 schedule that they played in the regular season, right? One versus two, Arizona, Georgetown. I mean, they came about that thirty-eight and two record very honestly, right? I mean, they earned the, they earned number one, they earned the one seed. Um, that team took absolutely no shortcuts. How hard would that team be to keep together in today's day and age? You know what I'm saying? Through, mm. the, through the years that they did, because Derek joined a nucleus that yeah. was sort of already there. Are yeah. you keeping everybody – is everybody staying together just for the championship push or with NIL and all that, everything these days and uh, transfer, go wherever you want? Is it much tougher for Cal to keep that squad together? Yeah, I think there's no, there's no question it becomes more mm-hmm. difficult. Um you know, I think what made that team so special is that the 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 belief they had in each other was stronger, pretty much than everything else. Now, you know, I don't know if uh, we, you know, it's funny we had CDR on the show a few months ago, right? And we kind of asked him about NIL, and his answer I thought was really interesting because I I, I kind of thought like the 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 
standard issue former athlete response is going to be all those kids should be getting paid. That's not what CDR said. CDR said you need to learn how to struggle first Mm -hmm. before you get the money. Yeah, it was interesting. You need to have some nights where you're eating some pizza is kind of the way he put it. Um Rather than you just you step into you know six million dollars seven million dollars not that everybody's making that it but is an old school answer just it, was. it feels like the world's moved on from that John it, it has like it, we're not looking for that anymore we're looking for the instant gratification or else we're moving yes. on I, I, and by the way like uh, in CDR I feel him I love yeah. him I love him but I I also don't think you should have to struggle I think there is a middle ground there right where you can well, you know what I agree with is his point on you got to be hungry and that's his point yep right in terms of that athlete if you're going to achieve your ceiling, your great well, in some case, you got to be hungry. If it's given to you too early, how much does that affect no, your true. motivation, no, your willingness true. to stay in the gym, and all of that? So, for that athlete to reach his, his greatest heights, yeah, you better be motivated and driven. If, if you're getting no, it I, early, that can affect that. That point is solid as as it gets. No, you're right, you're right. Just, but I just, we're moving away from that as a society yep. and as a, as well you know, in sports in general. It's a it's more of a free market now in college athletics, which you could argue it should have always been that. But you know, here we are. Um, so I guess I my, my 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 big takeaway is, you know, they could have easily not had Mips on this list. They didn't win a championship. It's sure. not a big brand, um, you know, nationally, right? Uh, so it, it would have been easy to just forget about Memphis. But they uh, they did the right thing by acknowledging that team that uh, that was very special. And, and and let's be real, that program been chasing the ghosts of 0708 ever since. You know, I mean, they've been trying to recapture that. And look, last year was great. Penny turning around, got to the tournament was up on Gonzaga, but but you just haven't come close to, you know, that uh, that pulse, you know, in the city. And I, I'm hopeful that that they can. I mean, I think it's not like it's a situation where, will Memphis, you know, get ever – no, I mean, they, they, they would take over if Memphis ever made a run like that again, just like, mm-hmm. you know, 12, 13 years ago. It would not be any different. Um, but I also – I learned as a young man in the years since – how hard it is and how how difficult it was to be that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's what the years have taught me. The years since 2008 have taught me, and I was a very young man, 16, 17 years old, just how unprecedented that run was. You know, you know, in the in the moment, you're you know, I, I mean, I'm I, this is what I knew. I knew Memphis basketball to be this 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 monster. You know, they got to the NCAA tournament every year. They got to the Sweet 16 every year. They got to the top 25 every year. You know, and then in the years that have passed, you know, you just you, you almost took it for granted. You know, at least for my generation, right? I I don't think if you're fifty years old, you know, you've seen the 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 swing the swings mm-hmm. right of the program, but it 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 did it, it sort of showed me that you should never, and I think this could apply to the Grizzlies. It could apply to any of your teams, right? You should never take the successes. However high they may be, you should never take them for granted because there are seriously no guarantees that you'll be able to recapture them next year, the year after, year after that. I mean, we look back at 0708 team as the bar, and Memphis has not come close to, to reaching it since. I hope they will, you know, but it's it's very difficult to do that. Well, just look at my bulls. Look at your bulls. Now that bar was impo- it's impossible. I mean, that's an impossible bar. But we haven't even been really close. Yeah. I mean, DeRozan to what, to what it was. DeRozan did hit two and, and game winners prime, back to back. And my prime in the nineties, yeah, and the time, the no, time I, to grow up. 90s. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop there. I, I would say your Cubs, 
that random no, no, no. 2016 that's been, win? That's not random. We had a very good team I mean, you that guys year. Went, you guys went 250 uh, years was, without winning another uh, again, World Series? Again, that, was, that still feels very recent. You know, yeah. we, I was here. I yes. was working here when that happened. That still feels recent. He's holding on to that one for dear life, Brad. So for my first year. I mean, it's, yeah, year. It, it's, and it's, it's, again, though, the years are going by. Mm-hmm. The year, they're, they're flying. I think basketball especially, especially the NCAA tournament with the one and done, yep. is the hardest, right? Because uh, you got, yeah. these other sports we're speaking oh, of geez. have series, right? Oh, That's absolutely. why that Bulls team was so friggin' amazing because they went through all those seven game series and all those series with the Utah Jazz. Yep. Never lost a title. No. It was incredible. Never lost a title. Never lost a title, Six but they did lose in the playoffs. Send the CC LeBron. Let him know. Yeah. Y'all just, y'all just, y'all just. You talk about chasing ghosts, right? Yeah. Yes. That's what that is. Well, 100%. Ron, Ron. That's not, that's not ever going. He's not catching that one, bro. I know. I mean, yeah, so it's, that's futile. I would just, I would just, I would well, just, go tell him. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, we were having this conversation with Yoda. Like, there is a difference in approach with LeBron versus Brady versus Kobe versus Jordan. He ain't, he ain't the same, you know, level of a hole when it comes to winning, clearly. Yeah, would well, you, well, you slap a teammate? I don't think LeBron would do that. He do, I do. I think Mm-mm. I agree with you that he's different from Jordan, and I guess Brady and then Kobe. You know. Dude, Kobe was a dick. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if I can say to, that. to the to when when he had well, yeah, the temptations behind. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When he had them behind, when it wasn't yes. Shaq and all them, yes. he was still learning then. Like I think LeBron, but he was willing to be that once the team changed and he's the leader. And look again, I but he was that from Kobe a, from, nasty a, from a physical makeup. I don't. We have never seen a player like LeBron James. I don't know if we ever will. That said, but, I feel I feel like you wanted to take it. Well, issue. I was just going to say we can't move the goalposts though and act like take anything away from him in the sense that look at look at how long ago he was crowned as a kid. No, look what I, he's achieved, he, he's and amazing. the dude is about to pass Kareem for all time leading point scorer. He like is what are we amazing. this year? He is amazing. So, he is amazing. I don't want to make this a LeBron ain't but, them still. But, but, if, but I poked but, a little fun. No, he's not. He is not undefeated in the finals like Jordan. But He'll always be chasing a, that. But there is a difference because if 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 MJ's teammate did what George Hill did, right? I feel like MJ would go right at that dude. You know, like he would go right at that dude, and he would make his point known to that player. I think LeBron would sort of like internalize it and. And may, and just sort of not, you know, be passive aggressive about oh, well, it. Then go to the front office and have the man cut. Exactly, like he would see a hundred percent rather than confront that guy head on. But does that make him any less no, effective does, at what he does or as a leader or any? You know what but, I'm saying? But I, but I it's do a think, different style. But yeah, it's just, we're, I'm not trying to make some kind DNA's of DNA a little different. Grandiose there, statement here but, about, but he there. Look, he has not won a championship since the bubble. You know, and and well, uh, you know, LeBron need that team around him now. Yeah. And if those guys around him ain't, ain't you know, not doing well, their and, parts, and that's it's not the underrated happen. thing that you know about while we're talking about championships, Go find the perfect fit. There is no, you will not find a person that covers the NBA or watches the NBA or is a uh, is a legitimate consumer of NBA that thinks. LeBron is going to win another championship in L.A. You won't find him. No, he's going to go jump to Cleveland here after a couple seasons. Which I mean, let's be real. If you if you'd have said that when LeBron jumped ship in 2018, he's only going to get one title out of it, and it's going to be in the bubble. You would say that was a failure. That is what you would say. You would say LeBron's tenure in LA because it is different there. It's graded differently. One title in the bubble is not enough for them, and he is never going to be accepted as a Laker legend. He's not. It's, it, they're going to no. have. Gonna, I, I think he's accepted that though. They're going to have because this is a much. This is a shorter stay than those guys. You're, there's well, no way you. 
You could win another title. You're not going to be up there with Kobe and Magic. Well, yes. Because we're talking about a short stay it in the grand scheme his, of things in his terms of his career. there a little bit if he... But like even salvage the, his reputation. Well, yeah, yeah because I you don't act like he's going to leave as a, as an enemy of the state. No, he's not an enemy, but he's just not beloved, right? I, I don't think he's not beloved. to the level that those guys are. But again, it's still LeBron. And what are we talking about here? They flock to go see him. Yeah, he's I mean, beloved, they, but not, just not to the degree that they are. And he won't be because he, his career was not mostly played there. Well, the one the one title that they won, you know, L.A. could not even cel- celebrate. As a community, right? Mm-hmm. It was COVID times, sure. and it was you know. I mean, so there's just not that uh, that affinity or that adoration. And plus, like again, I think there's going to be mostly negative vibes when you think about the LeBron era because look at what it mostly has been. What has the LeBron era in LA mostly been? A disaster. Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, uh, his 2018 season, right? Or was it 2019? I can't remember which one it was that he uh, he basically missed. The, the last two months of the season. I think it was his first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think the majority of the memories with LeBron in L.A. are going to be negative memories. Oh, that's fair. You know, and so that's like. Again, uh, a lot of that is you've gone out and gotten Russell Westbrook. No doubt. Which it doesn't make any, and that roster yeah, construction a, a cloud. Is, is on him as well. Yeah, it's a cloud. He's had as much to do with that as anybody. I don't, I don't think that Lakers team would have made Field of 68's top 25 college basketball teams since 2000. I think they would have probably missed the cut. They would have been first four out. Folks looking like a play-in again. If that. If that. Late Scratch, Anthony Davis. That's his new nickname, Late Scratch. It's not street clothes anymore. It's Late Scratch. Uh, As they lose, they go down last night to the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Are you done kicking the Lakers and LeBron? Well, that's just getting started from a big-picture perspective. He's not done, yo. But, yes, that's it. All season long. That's it for this segment. Memphis basketball, number 22, top 25 team since 2000. Next story. All right, Colts at Broncos tonight. Denver's three-point favorite. We know the news is already out that Jonathan Taylor, uh, NFL's reigning rushing champ, will not play tonight for the Colts. Uh, Again, two teams that are, I guess, early on still not living up to expectations. We certainly had higher ones for the Indianapolis Colts. Thought they could be a team that would maybe push for the AFC South title or or, or maybe it'd be easy for them uh, with everything the Titans really had going against them, having traded A.J. Brown, you lose Harold Landry. They are 1-2-1 one, and one instead. And then Russell Wilson, in terms of his start with Denver, hadn't been too impressive. They are 2-2, two and two, though. In terms of which team could dig out of it, we'll get to that. Uh, Naheem Hines is set, obviously, for the heavier workload tonight with Taylor out. Here's an interesting stat on both quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has eight turnovers in four games, has been sacked 15 times, and fumbled nine times in this first season with Atlanta. We've only played four games. Yeah. Nine fumbles, eight turnovers, 15 sacks. It's been awful for him, and that was supposed to be an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Wilson, also slow start, not that bad, but he's got just four TD passes in his first season uh, away from Seattle. He's obviously still trying to figure it out with those Denver Broncos receivers. I believe, yeah, Tim Patrick, Javante Williams, we already knew. Tim Patrick was a knee too, wasn't he? Javante Williams is out for the season. The running back for them, that's not a good thing, although you've still got Melvin Gordon, and I think they're going to – who's the who's the guy behind Gordon, John? You know what, off the top of their head? Mike Boone, right? Boone, is that him? Yeah. yeah you got to learn the names now with Jonathan Williams. Well, Patrick Lindsay. Isn't he the other one? Isn't he going to get more run now? Are you thinking about the dude from like three years ago? I think he's still there, is he not? Philip Lindsay? Philip Lindsay. No, I think he's gone, bro. They brought in Latavius Murray. Okay. They brought in so it'll be Latavius Murray and uh and, and Mike Boone. Yeah, if 
Philip Lind- he is a, he Colts. Yeah, I mean he's he, but I don't know how, I don't know he just got Philip Lindsay is now playing with the Colts. Yeah. Yes, former Denver Bronco is yeah. now with the Colts and he's the guy that's been pushed up now yeah, with Jonathan exactly. Taylor out yeah. on the Colts side. So that's be, where the confusion yeah, lies. Yeah, Naheem Hines, Deion Jackson and now Philip Lindsay And will be now Philip Lindsay who was a pro bowler. He was. He had a he had that one year Weirdly. Was, I mean there's so many the running backs are so transient in the in the NFL. They they will have like one year and they'll just go away. But Melvin was there for that, and then they go out and draft Javante, who's now out for the season, right? Correct. After Lindsey had made a Pro Bowl. Yes. I don't know if the timeline matches up exactly, uh-huh. but I feel like Melvin and Lindsey split carries. Don't they you did, th- I think, in the same way that yeah. him and Javante were before Javante gets hurt. The NFL, the way they use running backs now, are like battering rams. Most of these good teams have two good backs. Well, you have to because I think you're not going to pay the guy yeah. at the you end of his rookie him, right? deal. Yeah. And so that's what you're trying to do at this point in the NFL. And these yeah. MVP the, guys. The, the, the position has been yeah. so devalued that right. you'd that's rather do it now with a couple of guys. And maybe they last a little longer if you're running too. I mean, we yeah. talked about this with Carolina. Right. And that's the situation, how this probably extended D'Angelo's career. Yep. I mean, maybe they're a little ahead of the game. It's t- essentially what's going on. Save for your Jonathan Taylors, your Dalvin Cooks, who, by the way, he's, I mean, he gets nicked up just about every week now. You almost got to have to, you, yep. you can run Madison because he's going to get some carries. But that's just the way the NFL is Saquon with that position now. having been so devalued. He's he's back, yep. you would say. Derrick Henry. Uh, what did it do to McCaffrey being the every down guy? How yeah. much, you know, Always how out. many nicks and knacks and how much has it slowed him down quite a bit? So it's the way to go now, Brad. Well, yeah, you, like, like, you can't, like you can't trust Zeke Elliott to run for 12 yards. No, you now. gotta have Pollard. I mean, it, it, it really, because they, they wore those tires down, boy. I mean, they did. Look what they yeah. did to Najee last year yep. and how much, right, immediately as a rookie, they throw yeah, him in the fire, run him down, and now he's looking like an ordinary dude here in year two. You think they're gearing up to pay him no. on, on a big deal for the, for the, after his rookie deal? No, they're not. They'll just go find the next one. Again, you're paying your quarterback, you're paying your receivers now along right. with those guys on that offensive line. Those tackles still getting paid, but it's the receivers now that are taking the money from those running backs. Yeah. Uh, in terms of tonight, what this is a turd bowl. Forget picking who wins it. Which team can get out of it and actually have a successful season, maybe make a playoff run? Is that still the Indianapolis Colts? Oh, God. Because for them, they've got to win the division. Yeah. Can oh. they? In a division with the Titans and the Jags, or is that already done, John? Forget who's going to win that. Yes. Which team gets out of it? Because both of them are bad. Colts. Which one's got a shot? Colts. Colts. Yeah, because right. like Tyler Lewan's going down for the Titans. Titans are banged up. I yeah, it's the Colts. It's, it's, it was a costly loss for them last week. Uh, hey, the Titans. He though. might be but, out for the. But, his but I, might be I think over. I'm with you because again, it's it's a taller hill in the AFC West. I know I know Jeffrey was making the point that it hadn't lived up to be what we thought it was going to be before the season. That's still a good division. Don't don't get yeah. me wrong. And so for for Russell Wilson, it's still a you know every week it's tough in that division for them. I just think it's a it's a tougher a tougher hole to climb out of for the Denver Broncos. Feels like to yep. me. Yeah. No. I mean, I I Javante's good. I, I, He's out. I, I, I think that is the 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 right answer. But they'll it, both neither of them will. I mean, yeah. I I don't I. The problem with the Indianapolis Colts, I saw a video about this on uh, on on my favorite China tracking app, TikTok. Is their offense blind? Uh, exactly, exactly right. Like Jonathan uh, Taylor is not getting any room, mm-hmm. um, and that and that's not something used that, to be one of their strengths. Exactly right. You know, and it's it got mad. To me, it was a difference in the game on Sunday because Ryan had two very costly, at least one very costly turnover, and he was getting sacked. Yeah. And those add up, right? Those add up when you're trying. I mean, the Colts should have won that game, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they only lost by a touchdown, and Matt Ryan was turning the ball over the place, and Matt and Jonathan Taylor didn't even do anything. 
I mean, that was a game that the Colts at home should have won and could have won if the offensive line had done its job. That's not something that you can just fix on the fly. Well, right? that said, they have beat the Chiefs. It sort of shows you that there is well, that was something a, there. That was a look-ahead spot for Kansas City, right? I mean, they got they had the Bucks the week after. They were clearly underestimating the uh, the Colts there. As They're every one of the team. best teams in the league. You, you beat them 2017 at your place. That, my, my point is that this, if you're picking between the two of who can come out of it, you're I'm right. still with the Colts. You're right. If the Bears can win two games, then anybody oh, can, anybody can do that. It doesn't hurt at all. He's 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 Teflon with the Bears. He is detached totally because he never believed. It's not like he ever. No, came. no. You fools started buying in after they beat uh, the Forty hey, Niners on a, yeah, in a in a monsoon. Did. I told you yeah. this is one of the worst teams in the league. It is that, despite of what was a two and one start at one yeah. point that I guess swayed some people. Didn't sway me. No, I could you know, see right you, through. Right. You, you know, we. I, I was not sitting here running to the window to bet the damn Bears. I mean, I I, I have no interest in that team. I mean, Justin Fields. At times, looks like he, you know, can't throw the ball down the field ten times, ten yards. You know, I mean, that's the that offense. The, is the difference is, John, impotent. we didn't have any expectations. You have a worse record. Well, and don't bring this on me. The playoffs. Don't don't. So any make this about me. Any shots of the Bears are ridiculous with you guys sitting no. in one and three. Well, any any shots of the Raiders are just uh, probably the biggest disappointment in the NFL. Any shots of the Bears would be two times more than the downfield shots that Justin takes per mm-hmm. game. Well, we don't have any receivers. But I was I was sold a yeah. bill of goods on Mooney. I was. Who sold your bill of goods? I, I'm not saying you did it, but I feel like there are people out there who did it. I feel like I was told about Mooney being this breakout candidate. Was he in year three? Sounds about right. Out of Tulane. Yeah, I mean, I, he he's just he's a he's a two, right? He's a two. He can't carry an offense. That makes for anybody that thought he was a one. Well, who who did that? Eberflus. Because they should have come and talked to me beforehand. Eberflus. Is it Fluss or Flus? That's not. He's just the coach, bro. He's given. This is a first-year coach given a this roster. Is a, this is. This a has good nothing roster. to do with the new coach. It has to do everything to do with the roster that doesn't have a real number one receiver. This is on. a good roster. Keep Eber Flus's name out of this. It has nothing to do with him. <laughs> okay, so who's it? Is wrongly put in it. It's the front office. Ryan and, Pohl. And now Pohl's trying to figure out how you get back after Ryan Pace. The former GM just got fired. Yeah. Ruined everything. That's what the issue is. I want to know who was responsible. For Trubisky's one good season, who was that? Because Trubisky sucks. It was the defense. But he actually put up good numbers though too, that year. Whatever year that was, that his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Who was responsible? Who was the OC there? That dude's probably got to be coach of the year right now. Wherever he is, he's got to be coach of the year front runner. No, it's it's not that. It's not that at all. I think I think initially they had things simple enough for Mitch Trubisky that he could just go out there improv and be fine. What happened was Matt Nagy then tries to make him a pocket quarterback, takes away his greatest strength, which is getting out on the edges, making throws. He tries to make him a pocket quarterback in the second season, doesn't play him in the preseason. I was telling y'all that when it was happening. Like, why are we treating this guy like he's a finished product? So after, yes, some success year one, yeah. you try to make him something that he's not year two. That's on Matt Nagy, who was supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. We blew it with Trubisky. Heck, the year that he was with Dable as a backup, he was solid because you actually had some real coaching. Look at what Dable's doing with the Giants now. That's a real coach. Matt Nagy blew it with Trubisky. It was, and, uh, yes, right now Pittsburgh doesn't have anything you know, to, to, to get the guy back. to, But you got to be real, too. They don't have a ton when it comes to weapons. Yeah. But, no, he has not looked good at all. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, was, I thought he would hold it down enough that that thing would be would at least swim. No, but it's it's sunk with him. It They've got to make the move. Mark Helfrich 
was the OC. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? In 2018. Yeah, real leading candidate there. Trubisky had uh, 24 touchdowns, 3,200 yards uh, to just 12 picks. Dude, we were in the playoffs. Y'all came to my house. What are we talking about here? We were 12-4, and four, I believe, that season. Mark Helfrich. A fluke. Mark Helfrich's record as the team's OC was 20-12. and 12. He is the third most successful offensive coordinator in the history of Chicago Bears. Right. I, need, I know you need everything you can to blow him up and make him the reason that Trubisky succeeded that season. It wasn't as much of that, John. As Where's Helfrich at now? Tell us about him now. Yeah, well, you know, I'll have you know, he is an analyst for Fox Sports. Hit next story on I this fool. Again, this man, he going to find a reason why Trubisky Ridiculous. was good that year, not listen to the Bears fan that's sitting up here telling me, guy's not even in the NFL anymore. Well, you know, you're right on all these things. I, 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 at I mean, least on the Bears, yeah. give me that. No, I, you know. You're all in. I, I get it. I listen to you on I, the look, Bears for look, sure. I, I feel like I feel like Ryan Silverfield's got to bring in Mark Helfrick, bro. We got to fix that offense, man. We got we to get Honestly? Not a bad move. If you, uh, it's now the same. Different. It's the same logic that I applied to Fuente when he when he you know revive Memphis. If you can do it at Memphis, you can do it anywhere. If you can make Mitch Trubisky look like a good quarterback, oh. then you can you can fix this Memphis offense on Friday night against Houston. Mm-hmm. All right. So Mark, I know you're out there. Let's get him to. By Memphis. the way, it's not like Pittsburgh's going to be this world beater after they remove him. You know, I, I yeah, don't Kenny's see, starting this week. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny That's Pickett's going to be starting. To. Yeah, like yeah. I don't, I don't see them just being a juggernaut now that Kenny. Pick, well, no, maybe. because of a weapons issue. Yeah, right. But, 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 what choice do you have if you're Mike Tomlin? You now, make you've, the pull now you got to see what you've got. That's right. You I mean, know, you guys. I mean, you guys. Weapons are way worse than the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers do have something. Like Claypool, and, Deontay, Najee. Here's the thing, too. Bart Scott. Think of this. Bart Scott made a great point on this. With he doesn't think Pickett's going to work. Okay, and he said, but but here's how the draft pick kills you. Because you've got him so recently, even if you're in the mix to go get a quarterback in the draft, that Pittsburgh probably wouldn't do it because they'll say, we don't know yet right. on Kenny Pickett that's right. having that's, spent what they've spent. Yeah, so it, right. it hurts you twice. It might keep you from getting your next guy if he's not. So they better hope. They better hope and pray they got the right guys to develop him and that he's the guy because yep. you're probably not going to go get one of these yeah. three first-rounders next year it, having a chance because you think, okay, well, with Kenny Pickett, we got to see first, you know. <laughs> That this won't be enough of a sample size. So he made a great point of how it could kill them here a couple of ways, yeah. not getting the next guy. Sometimes you don't know. Like Jalen Hurts, I didn't see this coming. I did not see this coming in the third year. Well, he, you know, he made the playoffs last year, right? They, they after they sort of changed their offense to more of a run first he offense. He did it as a runner, but you know, he was, uh, you know, basically a rookie and got to the playoffs and and put up some numbers. So I, he was worth the gamble. You give him AJ Brown. Well, now we know, right? Now we now yeah. We you know. got a weapon there. Um. So you know, I, I yeah, I could see. I was on the fence about him because I you know I I did think I it, never saw this. He looked like he, he was lacking some things right from a game processing standpoint. But what it really ended up being was he needed just another elite wide receiver talent. Same with Tua. You know, I, I didn't think strongly about Tua. Then, Same for Josh Allen. Josh, yeah, that's fair. Him. That's yeah. fair. We thought he was a scrub. Yeah, yeah. He gets digs. All of a sudden, he said accuracy goes up. Everything does. I mean, confidence, yeah. all of it. New it, dude. It's true. It can, it can change, but that doesn't mean it's going to change everybody. Well, that's exactly right. And having You're a number exactly, one's going to change everybody. That is exactly yeah. right. Like, like, and it, it doesn't mean it's going to change for Justin Fields. That's the year. One hundred percent. I was going to go there. You know, it, it would it would it change Mitch Trubisky? It would not. You know, like there are quarterbacks who are just you know lost causes and are not going to be. Trubisky had a good Allen Robinson. You know. Yep. And it worked for one year before we blew it with Trubisky. So whatever. Next story. Thursday night football tonight should be a good one. Um, the fan who ran onto the field uh, during the Rams and 49ers game on Monday night. They yeah. didn't show it on the broadcast, right? They do a very good job of not showing it because they don't want to encourage people to do it. Um, he got 
he got hit sticked by Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen that video by now. Yeah, it's the same. This is the same guy, by the way, representing the same organization that was doing this stuff during the NBA playoffs. Right, remember? I didn't know it was the same dude. I knew it was the same organization. Yeah, Did well, he do okay. one in one of the NBA? No, he, okay. he's okay, just, okay. it's the same organization. Same, yes, he yeah. represents the same organization. Yeah, the people that that hand the woman yeah. that handcuffed herself to the stanchion there. Remember yeah. that against yeah. the Grizzlies and Timberwolves. Yeah, it's like the uh, direct action now is the organization against animal cruelty. Right, I think is is, is what they are. Uh, that is their cause. Their cause. Their cleats. Woman says she tried to glue herself to the. I think the first one. Then she tried to glue herself. Then they came in back Denver, with a, right? she tried to Then they came later. back with a chain. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like because the. Yeah. Blue thing was stupid. Yeah. Was it in Denver? No, was it was all here. Wasn't it in Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. It was that Minnesota. series. Yeah. Thought we had a couple of them in that series. Yeah. Yeah. A couple and of different incidents with this yeah, group. I know, we were, I know we were talking about it, right? Now. Yeah, because it's Glenn Taylor's thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Glenn Taylor's Former chicken, chicken house or whatever that they had to yeah. burn Yeah, up. so I don't know what uh, what their business is with L.A. Anyway, that's not the story. The, the story is uh, is that the fan that ran onto the field filed a police report against Bobby Wagner. Yeah, it's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, good luck with that. Will he have a case? No. Who's trespass? Once you are, you're open to get hit by anything out there, <laughs> no. whether it's the security itself or a player that wants to knock you out. If you were a player, would you do that? They're tired of this stuff, and I get it. Yes. I Yeah, I get it, yeah. I, I mean, I just feel like that's one where – And they're trying to say, okay, well, if, if people are going to continue to jump down, because even when they're not getting television time, John, you can still go find it. You can get it on Twitter very quickly, right? If 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 that's not stop, if nothing stopped in security, or whatever else, well, maybe if one of these football players goes and knocks them the heck out, yes. somebody thinks twice about it. I get where, yes. where 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 Wagner's coming from. Right, it's interrupting the game. Who knows what the person has on them? Yes, you know, a lot of these have been go make a statement for direct action now, whatever. But who knows if somebody got a knife on them or whatever else, man? That's that's the whole point. This here. is their workplace. Like if it were a theater production and somebody walk on stage, got to go. Well, yeah. You're trespassing. He has no case. Yes. Uh, Bobby Wagner said, uh, I'm more concerned about the security guard that was hurt trying to chase him. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, Wagner reiterated Wednesday that as players, you never know what a person has in their hands or their pockets when they're on the field. I didn't even see his quote. There you go. There's consequences for your actions. Now, it was a big hit. I feel like Bobby Wagner could have really, if he really wanted to put the hurt on, dude, he could have done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I looked at it. He wouldn't even got targeting. He didn't go helmet first on him. He laid up and gave the man the shoulder, it looked like. No. So, I mean, he was being nice to the guy. Right. He could have like, gone helmet first on that dude. I mean, he really could have. You know, I, when I saw people, like, talking about, oh, man, Bobby Wagner laid this guy, I, was, I thought it was like Sean Taylor against the punter <laughs> in the Pro Bowl. It was not that bad, right? It was nowhere near that. And I'm sure it hurt, you know, because he's full pads, he's 245 pounds, whatever, and this guy's probably 160 soaking wet. But – it could have, like, Bobby Wagner could have, like, basically killed you, bro, if he truly wanted to. Um, but they're going to pursue the, they're going to pursue this legally. And I'll be interested to know. I guess like, why not, right? If you know an attorney or a lawyer, see if you got. Oh, yeah. See. Somebody will take that case. People take cases over anything. I mean, it's an NBA. Like, it's a waste of It's an time. NFL player. You know what he makes, right? You know exactly how much money he has. So you're going to, you know, but I think. I'm not, you know, I don't know. We'd have to ask Calkins at 125 what the legal precedent for this is. I well, feel like he's got to face some charges first. He's got, he does have many charges that he has to answer for himself. The what? What, do you, what does the lawyer do when the lawyers get facing charges? Does the lawyer represent himself? Yeah, I, I, that's a bad. I thought that's a bad idea. Even though he he knows the law, I thought it's always Jeff said this as a lawman that it's about always a bad idea to represent yourself. 
And I was supposed to, even if you're an attorney. Well, he's going to have to do that here you know, at 125. Maybe he'll have Jeffrey Wright speak for him. Is that what he'll do? Well, Jeffrey Wright's good representation. He was all over you. He was attacking your character today. Yes, he was. Yeah, they were going after your character. Now, Jeffrey is talking about a league that he refuses to play in, a league that's beneath him. But he had, right. a, he had a lot of energy for you cheating the system he today. He did. He did, which, you know, I think Maybe that... Jeffrey can replace Giannato since Giannato will be leaving <laughs> Says well, he's folding his pen and leaving the league. I mean, do you get the sense that Jeffrey I, wants to do it? I, I mean, well, I sense a great passion from Jeffrey inside about our league that I think he should, you know, there will be maybe dig opening. into, maybe join. There will be an opening, obviously, after the season. Messing with him a little bit. Uh, he had hot fire for you this morning. So though. we will, uh, we will take some, uh, <laughs> take some applications for that. Absolutely. Uh, but Bobby Wagner potentially. Uh, is he facing charges? I don't know. I think the police are probably going to laugh at this. But uh, the fan certainly is going to do his best to uh, get some kind of settlement from Bobby Wagner. Hey, one more. Next story. It's about the Oakland Athletics. And and very rarely do good things happen for the Oakland Athletics. They're not in the playoffs starting, obviously, this week with the wild card round. But I don't know if you saw this. And maybe maybe I should have saved it for one. Maybe it have been a good audio clip. But yesterday, Stephen Vogt. Did you see this, Brad? He's retiring. I did. His last at bat. Yep. He's he's retiring from baseball. I think it's been 12 years for him. What was awesome was, obviously, the Oakland A's knowing it's going to be his last game. They had his kids introduce him. And it looked like to me from the video, I hadn't read or, or not on this one, that he didn't know his kids were going to be up there, that had been set up through the, uh, through the organization. But what happens is his kids intro him. That's great. He loves that. And then a couple at-bats later, and I think what ended up being his last at-bat, he ends up homering. So he Crazy homers. Thought. Here it is. Oh, drives one. So this dad, yeah, who is literally at the end of his career, he's 37 years old, uh, belts a home run, and again, this is just a you know a, a role player for the A's, not a guy who's been a star. I think his career, we're talking 239, 82 home runs, 313 RBI, but you saw him at 37 years old hitting that home run after his kids had introed him. When he got around first base, he literally jumped for joy. He looked like a little kid again. Just imagine the day in, in writing up your last day, right, on your career in sports. You've decided to call it, I got to go find something else at this point, going to go be with the family. First off, having your kids intro you perfect uh, way in and then finishing it off with a home run that, by the way, helped the A's win the game. Just a, a, a magical ending uh, to a relatively pedestrian career, but you end up with an awesome hallmark ending. Baseball needs as much of this stuff as it can get, and yes, I just thought great day there for uh, for Mr. Vote hitting a home run on his final final day in Major League Baseball. Baseball is magic. It can be. It is. It can be. It's not always magic. It can be magic. Uh, playoffs start here soon, right? Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Playoff starts yeah. tomorrow. Wild card series. All right, what's that, what's that looking like? Brad set it up for us yesterday. His Cardinals have got... Three-game series against the Phillies, best of three. A Phillies team that my Cubs even handled 6-0 in the regular season. So No you excuse think. to not win that series. Exactly. No, Brad. you need to win that one. Uh, and then you would get the winner... Atlanta is who waits for you. Okay, that's that's tough. Well, that's one side of the bracket. They have championship DNA, so that's going to be tough. It's very difficult. On the other side of the bracket, the Mets have a play-in three-game series against the Padres. Without Tatis, of again, course. Again, Your former team, you yes. disowned them. Yeah, you jumped well, off. Until D- Tatis gets justice, yes. Oh, my. Get the hell out of until, here. Until he gets justice, I am no yeah. longer going to re- su- yeah, support free, the- free Tatis. Any chance the Padres pull that off? Yes. Given that what the Mets, yes. 
I mean, they still do have Soto. It's a three-game series. Machado, and yeah, you know. I mean, if they hit, if they hit, yes. Mets are favored, I'm assuming. Absolutely, with the, the pitching. The Mets have Scherzer, then yeah, go yeah, two, out there. Two aces. And who awaits the Probably Mets? Saved, saved the Los well. Angeles Dodgers. Well, that's going to be grand opening, grand closing for them. Mm-hmm. On the opposite side, so that's the NL. Opposite side playing is the Guardians from Cleveland against the uh, Rays to play the Yankees. Okay, I think the Rays are coming out of that, right? Still getting used to that Guardians name. I know, it's weird. Yeah. weird. It's weird. It feels so true. By the way, their attendance way down in Cleveland. Like people, I, it's it's revolting. It's revolting yeah, from the name. People are upset. I guess uh, Rays feel like the right answer there. Ah, that's just, they're the sixth seed actually. So that would be an upset according to the way that they're they're seated. I don't. Know, I, heard, I don't. I don't. It's know. in Cleveland. Okay. I don't know much about. All three will be included. It kind of feel very evenly matched, right? Rays and Guardians, like pick, flip a coin. Give me the Rays. I think it's even. I like the Rays too. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then on the opposite side of that bracket in the AL, you have Seattle back after 21 years, and the the uh, Blue Jays are the uh, the home. No, you got a strong pick there, John. For the Astros awaiting. Yeah, I think the the Blue Jays have to get that done. Uh, I mean. Nice story and all, but I mean, Robinson's hurt, right? The 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 big hitter, the outfielder for the the Mariners, I believe. Yeah, the who, rookie. Uh, he he won the home run derby, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I got I, I got to go Blue Jays. They have the bats, they have the names. Uh, I mean, you can't lose that series. You got to move on. So it's going to set up for Yankees Astros, right to a, a World Series, right? No, Yankees Astros don't, don't play in the World dare. Series. I'm not right to the World Series. Yeah. I'm saying they would they would. They would have to be in the AL. Yeah, so oh, this saying. is for your bet. Okay. I forgot yes. we got your bet riding on this for yes. the Yankees because you have a yeah, Yankees they, parlay. They'll have to get over the Astros hump that they're not saying. able to do. Yeah, it's, I mean that's what it's setting up for, right? Yes. And then it'd be it would be who it would be Dodgers Braves again, right? I mean that's what that would look like. That's what that would be if it, the one and the two. I think you've got you, you're getting it. You, you're figuring it out here. You got yeah. your final four there. Yeah. Uh, I just. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to fade Atlanta, but I do feel like the like the Dodgers are just the best team in baseball right now. So I kind of have to go with them in the NL, and then and Atlanta's hot though. Hot, they are. Hot, they are. Hot. They got they they got it. They got this it going at the right time. Though. They do. Yes. They're, they're hard to fade. You know, even without Freeman, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, you lose Freeman and you still find a way to get right back potentially. Um, and then, um, you know, the Yankees. The Yankees are a team to me. They just. I bet on them. I hope they do it, but I feel like they don't have enough middling hitting, right? Like they just go yard or strike out. They don't have guys that can just knock in the clutch double. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the Astros have nothing but those dudes on their team. They have nothing but guys who hit clutch RBIs. Yeah, uh, going along with this, yes, John, you have to be able to manufacture runs in the playoffs. Yes. Because they come much fewer and farther between. Obviously. And I just don't think the Yankees can do that. I mean, they got might, big bats. You might be on to something there. They maybe. got big bats, but I just feel like that. I feel like they're just going to let them down. I feel like the bats are going to let the Yankees down here, and their pitching isn't good enough. I don't know why I made the bet. To be honest, Rodriguez is the dude who's back. He'll be back in the lineup for the Mariners. Oh, he so will I'll, be back. Yeah, he's healthy. So you know, maybe the Mariners get I, you know yeah. a little, little Cinderella. That's, uh, I still have to no. go with Blue Jays there. It's just you have you have to win <laughs> Stick that. Stick with your good, John. okay? Yeah, you have to win that series, man. Vladdy, Vladdy Guerrero. Yeah, I mean that's what it's all about. But Bichette, right? They got the yeah, kid. The they kid. got the kids on yeah. there. They're, 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 the kids are the former players. You know, they're I like, good. I like that a lot. Um, 
Anyway, yeah, baseball is magic, That's man. Some sweet baseball talk. As you can, I, I'm I'm good for it. Every I'm a little rusty, as you can tell. I haven't been as locked into it as I have been in years past. But right, you know, I'll be paying attention. Jason, you can tell when he has a futures bet, he gets a little more engaged. Mm-hmm. If there's gambling involved, you're going to hear John give commentary. No. Peripherally, it's not like I'm watching it now. All right, right. I'm not going to sit here and try to you know make it out to be something that it's not. But I'm watching. I need to know, like, hey, what are my Yankees doing? How are we looking? Don't want to get upset. Dude, the Rays could beat the Yankees. It would not shock me. If they move on in that series. It's baseball. They could beat the Yankees, dude. Well, they've been so focused on Aaron getting the record. Too. I know. You just wonder where they are from a mindset as a team yeah. standpoint. But yeah. maybe it's a relief, and now they could can be. just win. Could be. Could, could work that way, too. Could be. Uh, Jeff Calkins is going to join us at 125. We will talk to him about his column uh, about the Big 12 and and how he's motivated a team coming in here that was previously looking for it, right? I, I think he know not what he's done. Yeah, that was a team that had nothing to play for. Boxer wobbling on his feet. They're two and three coming into Memphis, and now you have provided the fire. Might have gave spark. him a smelling salt. Woke him up. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the, that's what the Coos and Cougar the the Cougs are feeling right now. We'll talk to Jeff about that at one twenty five. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 